See, I'm showing off today. I'm showing off today with the drum roll. This is the Raw Report. I'm the Raw. With me, as always, is my main man, Bomb. Bomb, you know what to do. All right, all right. We're back, we're back, we're back, we're back. You know what's so crazy? I just realized that it's been a month since we did a podcast, which is fucking horrible. But I guess what we do here is more or less like a boutique podcast. It's not like, you know, we're not podcast hoes. You know, we're not potting all around town. No, we're selective with how we do our pods. You know what I'm saying? We're not like, you know, those college girls gone wild, you know, just giving a podcast to anybody and anybody and everybody. But I know uh, what we're putting together here is it's a special thing. It's, just, it's special because not a lot of hip-hop podcasts talk about real issues. In fact, I have to argue that some of the hip-hop podcasts, you know, are talking about nothing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, talking about somebody's, you know, history, a criminal history path. I mean, like, I mean, just all this bullshit out there. You know what I'm saying? Then people want to diss other people's podcasts that are more successful than theirs. You know, I'm not even into that because I have a very, very, you know, I don't even know if our podcast is successful. I would say we're, we're, I would say we're slumming it. You know what I'm saying? But, but we're doing it for the people, baby. We don't take shots at people who podcasts are doing better than ours. You don't hear, see me dissing Joe Rogan. You know what I mean? But there are some podcasts that I do enjoy. I mean, my favorite one, of course, is Million Dollars Worth a Game. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the to the Philly boys, the Philly guys, tearing it the fuck up. Wallow, Gilly, tearing it the fuck up. And somebody from another podcast was saying something about them. Jealousy. Just jealousy. It's sad. It's sad. It's sad, really. It's sad. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, Bomb, uh, I don't know if you know this, because Bomb... He's, he's a Jewish gangster, but I'm going to tell you something about the African-American community, Bomb. A lot of times, the people at the top are always penned against each other by the media or by some kind of narrative that gets spun in some stupid direction, and it's always the two biggest, you know what I'm saying? And they got to go at it, and I'm like, man, what if we all could just get along and get this money? What would the world look like? Mm, mm, mm. It would be amazing. It would be amazing. And we talk about this, Bomb. We talk about this a lot. You know what I'm saying? Because there has to be some kind of thing that happens that just wake people up to say, you know what? I'm not going to beef with my guy anymore. Like, you know, um, the two top street rappers, I guess, are NBA Youngboy and Little Dirk. And I guess Little Baby. Everybody leaves Little Baby alone, though, for some reason. You know, I don't know. Maybe... Maybe a little baby will smack you or something. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, but they all give the same narrative like they'll smack you or slap you or cap you or yap you or yak you or blap you or I don't know. I don't know if there's any more things that they could do to you. But, I mean, they all give that. that When I listen to this shit, I say, eh, these guys, you know, they're saying they don't really fuck around, I guess. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and it's believable. You're like, yeah, I listen to it. And he's like, ah, I kind of believe this guy. You know what I mean? Uh, when you listen to somebody else, you're like, eh, I don't believe that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, But they're, they're beefing. So you got Little Dirk beefing with NBA Youngboy. And then I guess NBA Youngboy adds Drake to the list. I mean, everybody wants to take a shot at, the, shot at the boy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, when you're at the top, I mean, you're just, you're such an easy target. You know what I mean? Because everybody just want to go, pop, 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 pop. And I'm just like, man, 
I'm over it, man. I just want to support motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're young, African-American man, you're doing something positive with your life, look, man, I just want to support it. And I want everybody to support each other. But I guess, again, that's a dream, you know, that John Lennon had, you know? I'm not the first one to dream this amazing dream of rappers getting along with other rappers from other cities and even other gangs and, you know, the reds and the blues. and You take a red, you take a blue, and you bring them together somehow. You bring them together. You understand what I'm saying? Anyway, a lot going on in the world besides rap beef and podcast beef. And if anybody wants to beef with me, I'll tell you what. Bring it on, motherfucker. Bring it on. Anyway, I don't want any beef, though. I'm like a seven-day Adventist. I'm like a, I'm like a vegetarian or something. You know what I mean? Um, I don't want any beef. Unless it's, unless it's Kobe beef or uh, that, that beautiful Wagyu, that Wagyu stuff that they, they make with the cows and the olives. Have you, have you heard of this, Bob? This olive wagyu. Have you ever had it? Olive wagyu. No, not yet. Are you a big meat eater, bum? Um, yeah, I would say so. Really? How many times a week do you eat a steak, or a month? What What do you like? Um, I don't know. I do. I do white meat more often. Okay. Okay. Chicken, turkey. Okay. Oh, you're a turkey guy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like like roasted turkey breast, or like mm-hmm. turkey sandwich, or like what? What do you, what do, you yeah. do? Um, like turkey chili. Oh. Turkey, so you're talking about things that you are cooking up on your own. Yeah, like stuff that stuff that my my uh, mom would make. Oh, for okay. Me, <laughs> stuff like that. I'm not Turkey much. Of, I'm not much of a chef. Oh, um, okay, okay. I so you're not admit. chefing it up. No. no okay, well, that's all right. At my house, I do all the cooking, but I, I don't know mm-hmm. if you're aware of that. Uh, back when I had a um, living girlfriend, I had a wonderful, well, beautiful girlfriend. I don't know what. To, I fucked it all up, mom. That's what I did. I fucked it all up. But anyway, I used to do all the cooking. And even when my grandmother uh, was living with me, I used to do all the cooking. You know what I mean? She said, "You know, I'm gonna, I'm a, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna cook you something for once." And I was like, "Oh God, Mama, <laughs> I don't need you in the kitchen trying to chop up shit and boil shit." Who knows? Oh God, it's such a nightmare. Anyway, not to get off topic, but there's a lot of things going on in the world besides rap beef, podcast beef. But we're back. It's been a month. Um, and you know, I promise that we will start doing more pods. Um, and start putting them up more frequently. Uh, I, I promise you guys that we're, we're going to knock that out. And um, an open mic eagle has definitely has definitely screamed at me through email and said, "What the fuck? What the fuck are you doing, Carl?" <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he calls me dice. Some people in my some people in my business, you know, uh, zeitgeist, they call me different names. Sometimes I'm Carl. Sometimes I'm Dice. You know what I mean? And it's interesting uh, how, how uh, we transcend as these rappers who do other businesses. There's a lot of us, actually. There's a lot of rappers who do other things besides rap and hip-hop and have these whole companies and things going on on the, on the side. And, I mean, Open Mike is one of those guys, you know what I'm saying, Stony Island. And, I mean, there's other ventures, the New Negroes. I mean, you got to you know, shout out that guy. Right? Shout out Open Mike. Anyway. And shout out Video Dave, partner in crime. Anyway, um, Philadelphia, Philadelphia, what happened? Sixers, what the fuck? You know, you dropped the ball. You had it. You had the ball, and then you dropped the ball. I mean, you had the ball. You had it, and then you, then you dropped the ball. Now, last year, they were blaming Ben Simmons. He was, 
all the rage. He was all the chit-chat. Oh, we would have did this if we didn't have Ben Simmons. Oh, we would have been here if we didn't have Ben Simmons. Now, Ben Simmons, of course, he's a member of the Beige race. So being that he is a Beige citizen, I'm not allowed to speak badly about him. You know what I'm saying? And, and I don't watch enough sports. I'm like, I'm like a black guy. I don't even watch the sports. If the Sixers were playing... I didn't even know. Like the last game. And then I said, oh shit, it was like around midnight, right? I said, oh shit, uh, what will happen with the game? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I fucking turned on the TV, but I was watching like Royal Crackers or something, you know, on Cartoon Network. Have you seen this show? Royal Crackers? I don't think so. It's pretty good. So anyway, I'm fucking, I just went to Twitter and all I saw was, sorry, Philly, was like the trending topic. <laughs> and I said, huh? Looks like they didn't do it. You didn't do it, Philly. And, and they blame Doc Rivers. They blame Old Man River. Old Man River. He don't know nothing. He must know something. He just keeps on rolling along. Old Man River. Now, listen, listen, Doc Rivers. I don't blame you, man. You're not even on the court. The power is in the player's hand. If they're having a good night, maybe they went out and they had a little bit too much kitty cat the night before, you know? Maybe they were like mice running around a sticky trap and, and got too much kitty cat, you know? And sometimes that kitty cat, you try to eat the kitty cat, but then the kitty cat, eat your ass, you know what I'm saying? So you got to be careful out there, you know what I'm saying? You guys playing, you're out, you're out taking shots of uh, Casa Azul or Class Azul, you know? You're doing, uh, what do they, they like to drink? Casamigos tequila, you're taking shots of Clooney shit all night long. You're drinking Clooney, 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 Clooney. Class Azul, Class Azul, and then you wake up for the game, and now you're all fucked up. Y'all fucked up, and you let Boston fuck all over us. You let them take us out the fucking game. But anyway, I didn't care anyway because I didn't watch. <laughs> I wasn't even watching this shit. I was watching fucking Cartoon Network instead, which is fucking hilarious. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a black guy. I don't watch sports. Now, I do like to go to the actual live thing that they do. Like when they're playing live and they're doing anything, I do enjoy that. You know, when the people get so happy, like, like ah, ah. My team's winning. My team's winning. Ah! Yeah. And I like that. I, I get the energy in it. Before, I, I used to didn't like that. I'm like, ah, I don't want to fucking go. Oh, God. Oh, I've got people. Oh, well, God, no. Oh, God, no. And then I spent most of my life. I mean, I've spent most of my adult life VIP access to all of it. It's like anything that I would go to, it's like I'm not even going if – my friends aren't going or the roots aren't going. It's like, why would I go to that? Like, the roots aren't going to be there. I don't need to go to that. <laughs> like, so, and then if the roots were playing a sports and events or something like that, I'd go. So it's like, I'm always like kind of there, but not even watching the shit any fucking way just because my buddies are there. Anyway, um, but now I like to go. I like to actually go. I don't like to drive, though. I always catch an Uber to the arena. I can't drive. I'm still, I'm not there yet to drive to the sports thing. So I catch an Uber, and um, and I go to the games, and then I call my Uber, and I, tr I try to leave early, too. So it's like before everybody else is leaving, I always leave early. I get there early, and then I leave early, and then I avoid a lot of the hoopla. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I will say I went to one of the World Series games, which is very interesting. 
and they had cops out there with like uh, armed armed guards. Like guard, you've seen this? Yeah. Yeah, I mean like are we there? Are we really there? Well, you have to have multitudes of assault rifle, bulletproof vests, motherfuckers at a sporting thing that we're really going to be happy at. But there's so much anger that happens, too, and so many fights that happen at these sporting events. So that's the other flip side to it, too. That's the part that I'm, like, really curious about. You know what I mean? Like, how does a day of going out, drinking, eating fucking hot dogs and cheesesteaks, pretzels and shit, nachos, I mean... You know, not the best food, but it tastes fucking good, you know? You're having a good time, you're cheering and all that shit, then it ends up into, like, melee, you know what I'm saying? Um, That part has got me, like, really interested. That's when I'm, like, taking off my glasses, like, looking around, like, what the fuck? And that's why I only sit in certain seats, too, because I know, like, exactly, like, which seat is closer to the exit and all that other shit. Like, I'm I'm planning my shit out strategically, you know what I'm saying? Um, And then typically I go by myself, too. Which is weird. Like I went to some of my brother. I've went to some. I mean, anyway, not to get off totally topic, but I mean, Sixers. I mean, Lord have fucking mercy. You know what I'm saying? You get the MVP. You get the fucking. I mean, the guy Joel Embiid. He got the MVP. Then I saw the next day, uh, the fucking guy uh, James Harden goes out and buys him a watch. Like, yo, first of all, let me stop there. James Harden. James fucking Harden, when he's got a friend, he's got a fucking friend. I want to be friends with this fucking guy. I mean, he gives the best fucking gifts. I just would like to just get like the like an inside look of what James Harden's Christmas list looks like. Like, 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 let's James Harden living room. Like, I want to sit around see what he's buying a fam, you know, because uh, it's got to be masterful. I mean, you see what he bought? He bought a little baby, like a million dollar watch or something. I mean, like, what the fuck? I mean, all this shit, give him all this money. And all, I mean, it's just a gift. And if a friend, I'm like, ah, I got the wrong friends. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, let me be clear. But I mean, you know this. I don't have any friends, okay? I'll be real. I don't have any, okay? Uh, I'm a very horrible, unlikable type of person. I'm loud. I'm boisterous. I'm like a mix between Fred Flintstone. And like fucking Don Corleone, that that rhymed. I didn't make. I didn't want. See, Bond doesn't know who Don Corleone is because he hasn't watched The Godfather yet. But anyway, James Harden, what does the Christmas look like at the crib? Like, I mean, it's gotta be masterful. And Sixers, look, I'm not mad at the Sixers. I don't care. Like I said, I don't watch the fucking shit. I didn't watch the shit. And um, the only reason why I knew that the game was actually even happening is because. Um, Two days before, I go down to Dewey Beach. Because you know I move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I now live by the beach. So I ride down to Dewey Beach, which is like 10 minutes away from where I live at now, right? And one of my friends who I just met, she was like, yo, come through, and I want you to meet some of my other friends. And I was like, well, all right. I, you know, I was hoping it was a date. Because <laughs> this chick is fucking hot. I mean, hot. And she's a white girl too. I, you know, I don't. I've never dated many vanilla women. I've had a. I've had a couple. I mean, when I say couple, I mean like one, two. But this could be number three, because <laughs> I mean she's fucking hot. I mean fucking hot, hot. I mean like a fucking Playboy bunny type white chick. Like I'm like, 
what the fuck? I didn't hit the fucking white girl lottery out this motherfucker. But anyway, we're just homies, right? We're just, we're, for now. For now, we're just homies. We're just kicking it. So I get to the, the bar, and she's, I'm basically walking out. I'm smoking a stick, and I'm standing outside. And then here she comes, and she's like, well, hey, look, I know I told you to meet me here, but let's go down the street because my buddies are all over here. I go down the street. Um, we go into the bar. Um, I've actually been in a bar before without them, you know. So I, I kind of knew the bartender. When the bartender saw me, he was like, oh. And I was like, oh, shit, this motherfucker remembers me. I've only been here once. But um, it's a couple of girls around the table, all white girls, all fucking hot, right? Uh, well, not all hot because there was one, like, but she was sweet. Like, she was the sweetest one out of all of them, kind of. You know what I'm saying? That's usually the thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But she was super sweet. And um, and then there's this old guy, right? So it's me, young OG, and then there's, like, a triple OG at the table with all these, like, young girls, right? Old white guy, right? And they're like, well, this is this person, this is this person, this is this person. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. And they're like, what's your name? I said, well, my name is Carl, but my friends call me Dice. Hey, everybody, blah, blah, blah. Can I, I'm going to get a drink. Can I get you guys anything? They're like, oh, no, no, we're good. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're so nice. Blah, blah, blah. I get my drink, come back. They're like, well, we want you to meet Mr. R. That's his name. That's all he said, Mr. R. So while we're at the table, the, I guess the Sixers lost that game. The, 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 the not the final, but the one Eight, right six, before. Yeah. The, yeah, right. So this is, I guess this is Friday night, right? Mm-hmm. Or Thursday night, whatever night they were doing. I forget. So anyway. The women are sad at the table. Mr. R then buys everyone at the table tickets to the Boston game so they can go up to Boston and cheer them on. He's not going. He says, oh, no, I, 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 Dice, I wouldn't go to nothing like that. He said, you're crazy. He said, oh, no, no. He says, I'm an old guy. I just want to make my girls feel happy. I said, oh, are these your daughters? He was like, oh, no, 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 no. He said, no, but uh, my wife knows. I'm like, wait. Your wife knows what? <laughs> he's like, yeah, my wife knows. He's like, yeah, but you know, um, he's like, I never cheated on my wife ever. Though. I just, you know, I was like, wait, you never cheated on your wife ever? He's like, nah. He said, we've been together, you know, blah 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 blah, hundred thirty years or something like whatever he said, and um, it was a long time. And um, he's like, yeah, I never cheated on my wife. I'm like, well, I didn't ask you, but okay, I don't know your wife either, so <laughs> you know, this is a safe space. You know what I'm saying? He's like, yeah, just by the record, just in case, like, you know, my wife, like. Uh, I never cheated on her, okay? Well, just in case. You know, I don't know. You may know my wife. I don't know. I, in case you do, I've never done anything off-putting. So I'm, but I'm like, but you just bought six women tickets to the fucking game. He asked me if I wanted to go. He was going to buy me a ticket. I was like, yeah, Mr. R, I can accept a gift like that. Are you fucking nuts? I just met you. Like, you fucking trying to embarrass me in front of my date? Even though she's not my date. But what do you do when you go out with a woman, all right? And, you know, I'm not... I'm not rich, you know what I'm saying? No. But, you know, I'm not dirt poor either, you know what I'm saying? Mr. R is obviously rich, you know what I'm saying? So you go out on a date with a woman, and or not a date, but you're out with a woman and you like her, and she, you know, you, you, know, you feel the vibe, she like you too, but we're not going to go there, right? And then a guy at the table basically gives her $1,000 cash while you're sitting there with her. I mean, what do you do? I was like, I mean, if she was my woman, I would have said, hey, Mr. R, no, thank you, but I'm going to have to intervene. This is my woman. If she wants a ticket to go see Boston, I'm paying. But it's not like, I don't know. I mean, we're just home. He's like, how can I, what do I say? But I'm, he's looking at me, and I'm looking at him. I'm like, hey, hey, you better go, Mr. R. I said, I hope, I, 
I know you said you never cheated on the wife, but I hope you are. I hope you are cheating on your wife because I hope you're getting some kind of good young kitty cat at this. But I mean, they were coming up this guy, kissing him on the kissing him on the cheek like Frank Castellano or something, like paying tribute to this fucking guy. You know what I'm saying? And um, it was interesting. So me and him got to talking, and then I got a little insight, which I was a little concerned about. Um, me and this guy are born a couple days apart from each other. So I was like, fuck. And typically, when I meet another Taurus, we always get along. And just like bulls, we like to run together. You know what I mean? We, we, you know, bulls, when we meet each other, we're like, hey, you a bull? Ah, and then we get along. You know what I'm saying? Like that type of crazy shit. But um, yeah, shout out Mr. R. He, he did it. Mr. R tried. He helped the Sixers. <laughs> he did everything he could fucking do. You know what I'm saying? What more do you want from him? Okay? Sixes, the ball is in your hand, and which leads me back to old man Rivers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think it's his fault. You know what I'm saying? I saw James Harden a couple weeks ago in the club. Classes, ooh. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, gum, 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 gum. You know what I'm saying? And I think a few other teammates were in there too. And they're smoking hookahs. And they're smoking hookahs. That's right. Running around with the kitty cat. I know what's going on. And that's why. That's how you lost. That's how you lost, Sixers. That's how you lost. Hookah, kitty cat. And, you know, somebody give you a Rolex watch. I mean, a solid gold Rolex watch. You're supposed to win the next game. I mean, that's, those are the rules. You don't see Boston in there handing out jewelry, slapping each other on their asses and shit, and pinching each other's buns or whatever the fuck they do in the locker rooms. I've never been in one. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, they, they towels snap each other on the butt. You know what I'm saying? With a wet towel. And that's, you know, funny or something like that. That's like, hey, good game. You know what I mean? But, you know, I, I just, you know, my favorite part, though, sports, though, which is, like, shows what kind of sick person I am, which is why I don't have any friends, probably. My favorite part of the thing is when the, the, the audience is, like, shocked. That their team is about to lose. And there's like the look of devastation like on people's faces. And the look is like, they're like, like they look like <laughs> some of the expressions on some of these people's faces when their team loses are just priceless. Like some of them be like this, they'd be like, they'd be like, like, what the fuck? Like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> it's like, what are those faces about? It's just a sports thing. Like, it's just a sports thing. Like, motherfuckers be devastated. Have you, have you, you know these faces I'm talking about, right, Bob? Oh, my God. What do you think about these people? Um, I mean, I understand why people get invested, you know, in, in their teams, in their, in their cities, whatever the case may be. And I know people... I mean, you you and I both know people personally who have certain investments in the Sixers franchise. Oh, shit! <laughs> Holy so, shit, I didn't even think about poor Scott. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, now I'm worried. <laughs> now I'm like... <laughs> what See? the fuck is going on with Scott? See, is he okay? <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Listen, Prince Charles, you know my friend Charles, right? Yeah. With the laundry. He's yeah. the same way. He's like... Courtside at the Sixers, you know, fucking like he's like, yo, Sixers are on, like yo, 
So Eagles are on. He's like, yo, he, he, are they playing here in town? I, I got to be there. It's like, you got to be there? Why? Why do you got to be there? I understand you want to go. But and, and the people who are like, it's also weird when people are like, oh, my God, we were, oh, we had it. We were, we were right there. We were deep. Like, we, the we thing, when that started, because that started like, I want to say around the 90s, the whole we. I was like, yo, no, we, we're a better team. We got better. It's like, you're not on the team. What do you mean? We is them. It's them. And then the older I get, the more it looks like Little League basketball to me anyway. Because it's just like, I'm like, you know, your little cousin go to the NBA or something like that. He go to NFL. You're like, wait, what you call it? It's in the fucking NBA now? Like, huh? <laughs> like, I thought he was nine years old. They're like, well, Dias, that was nine years ago. Now he's 18. Now he's in the NBA. I'm like, holy smokes. So now it's like Little League to me. So it's like, I can't even really get that excited about the actual players. Because they're kids. To me, they're kids. You know, it's like, oh, it's like I might as well go watch fucking a t-ball game or some shit it's, it's, it's i get the same thing out of it you know what i'm saying the only excitement i get out of it is how many women are there you know what i'm saying it's like are there gonna be any women there like a t-ball or nba game I, I, if there's more women at the t-ball game i'd rather go there you know what i'm saying i mean i'm that kind of nut you know what i'm saying but anyway philly 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 next year there's always next year philly and then we still got the philadelphia phillies and then the Eagles, didn't the Eagles, did they win the Super Bowl or did they lose last year? They lost. Oh, they lost. But at least they got there. You it was I mean? it was a double whammy last year because the Phillies made it to the World Series and they lost to the Astros. Right. And then the right. Eagles right. made it to the Super Bowl and they lost to, uh, was it St. Mahomes. Uh, Mahomes. Yes, yeah, or Kansas City. Kansas City. That was a fucking game, though. That might have been the best football game I've ever seen in my life. Mahomes and Jalen, I mean, they're so equally matched. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's like they were they put on a fucking clinic. And I, and really, I don't think there was a loser at the Super Bowl. The Eagles did not lose the Super Bowl last year. And and, and nobody, I mean, t- technically they lost, but there were no losers because that shit was fucking epic. That shit was fucking epic. Well, anyway. Moving on from uh, Philly sports. Oh, is that is that the, the, up again. the universe talking to me? Mama, is that you? So Philly, 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 Philly. A lot of shit's going on in Philly. Um, Helen Jim, Helen Jim, and then uh, Sherelle Parker, right? Mm-hmm. Is it Sherelle Parker? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It's heating up. Women. They're going to be uh, Philadelphia's going to get his first female mayor. Do you do you think that's going to happen, Bob, or what? What, do you, what, do you, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I think there's a good chance. I uh, it's it'll be interesting to see. There's there's been a lot of um, I've I mean I've been seeing ads from so many different <laughs> candidates. Right. And, right. You know, right. Right. But uh, yeah, it it's uh, the ones I've met race. though. It's hard. It's, this is might be the hardest Philadelphia mayoral race that um. That I've ever had to vote in, yeah. and uh, yeah, because before I just vote Mayor Nutter. You know what I'm saying? It was mm. so easy. You know what I'm saying? For eight <laughs> years, it was just like Nutter, Nutter. I was like, wait, I tried to vote Nutter last, and he was like, nah, nah, nah. He's not on the thing, and I was like, well, why, why the hell, not? why isn't he? They're like, well, he doesn't want to be mayor anymore, Dice. I was like, well, we need him now. Anyway, shout out Mayor Nutter. That's my man. <clears throat> but uh, everybody that I met so far has been fucking. They're all dope. 
You know what I'm saying? They're all dope. Fucking Derek Green. Fucking like that guy. You know what I'm saying? Shit, I, I, you could be mayor. Fuck it. You know, that's all they got. I don't care. Let Derek be mayor. Um, Jeff Brown. Dope. Dope, dope. Dope as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I actually would prefer, I actually, I don't know, man. Like, I, either, either one of them are good. You know, uh, Helen Jim. Shit, why not? Sherelle Parker. Why the fuck not? You know, when, um, they're all good. So it's going to be a hard one. But I guess, uh, it's only going to come down to two anyway, the Republican one and the Democrat one. So, so it'll be the primary. Did that already happen yet, or what? I, th- I think the the primaries were, uh, this most recent. When when were they? Tuesday. Right, right. So that yeah. that happened. Right. So who who's the winner of that shit? Like, gosh, I don't, I don't even know yet. <laughs> I think it's Sherelle Parker because most people are saying we're yeah, going to have the I first think... female black mayor. Now here's my thing, Knight. With the first female black anything or the first black such and such, such and such, such and such. It's like, yo, all that's cool, but I think motherfuckers get caught up in the sensationalism of what the thing is. You know what I'm saying? Instead of like, yo, who's just the best person for the actual job? Because sometimes the best person for the job is not the most sexiest candidate. It's not the fucking, you know, the person that everybody likes. You know what I mean? The best person for the job. You understand what I'm saying? It's typically not the best person or not the person that everybody likes. And that's why they don't get it. But the best person for the job, I think that's something that we really should be laser focusing on. You know what I'm saying? Best person for the job. But I will take a female African-American mayor any day of the week. Bob, you going to say something? Uh, Yeah, Sherelle Parker won the primary on Tuesday. She's going against David O. in the general election. Oh, so that's it. Yep. It's a wrap. Mm-hmm. So Jeff Brown, bye. He's out of here. Derek Green, bye. Yep. Helen Jim, bye. Mm-hmm. Fucking, uh, uh, who else the fuck? And, and David O? David O is the Republican. Candidate. Now, here's something about the Republican Party. David O, that's my man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The Asian guy, right? Yep. That's my man, yo. That's my man. So that's that's tricky. You know what I'm saying? See, me and Dave, we shake hands. We we chop it up on the regular. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's the only person outside of, like, Mayor Nutter or Isaiah Thomas that actually reach out to me. You know what I'm saying? So, but Sherelle Parker's black, so does that trump my vote? Maybe. No, I don't know. I, you know, I'm going to stay out of it. You know, I'm, I'm going to not vote. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm going to vote. But it's tricky, man, when you got so many fucking good people that could do a bang-up job. And I and I know I, I don't I haven't met Sherelle Parker yet, but I'm I'm excited to meet her. I'm excited to meet her. And um, let's let's get it cracking. You know what I mean? But David O, like, whoa, whoa, he came out of nowhere. He came out of fucking nowhere. So I guess Jeff Brown was Democrat. Derek Green was Democrat. See, that's the other thing. There was too many Democrats. You know what I'm saying? There was too many Democrats versus um, too many good, too many people you want to vote for. You know what I'm saying? Going for the same gig. Damn, that's crazy. That's cr- I did not know that. It's a wrap. Now, here's the thing. David, I don't know if you can beat Cheryl. I don't know if he can do it. I don't know if he can do it. Mm. 
Damn. 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 That's deep. Oh, well. Helen Jim. Bye-bye. Derek Green. See you next time. And look, all these guys are super intelligent, super bright, super smart. Oh, man, super fantastic. Um, every time I see Jeff Brunch with his wife, she always compliments me on something I'm wearing. Isn't that sweet of her? And in fact, well, let me take a quick moment. What am I wearing today? Beautiful, beautiful silk shirt. God, are you, you, you seeing this? Look at this shirt. Oh, man. It took me three months to get this shirt sent from fucking... I think it came from Germany or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? It's a fucking German shirt. And then I got on some Brioni pants, some khakis, and I got on a nice Dolce Gabbana belt. But you really can't see my belt. My stomach's hanging over it. But that's okay. And, of course, a beautiful day date. Day date. I said the wrong name last time. It's a day date. And, um, and that's about it. So moving on, what else is going on in Philly? Violence. Violence. And leakage. Leakage is the biggest thing that's going on in Philadelphia. You know, they closed down another Target. Did you see that? Hmm? They closed the Target. Which which one? Uh, Center City location. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. said they can't keep anything on the shelf. Here's the thing. Jeez. Target is getting hit so fucking hard with what they consider leakage in some of the major cities. Like, Philadelphia, we're fucking shit up. Like, Philadelphia... Full of thieves, obviously. It's like, bad things happen in Philadelphia? You ain't fucking lying. You know what I'm saying? Like, I went to the CVS the other day, and it looked like the shit was fucking ransacked. I mean, it looked like a fucking... looked like, what do you call the movie? Uh, I Am Legend or some shit, you know? Um, it's brutal, man. Fuck, so they closed down the Target, and they said that they just they closed it abruptly. They were like, look, just close it down. Too many robberies, too much leakage... You know, TVs, appliances, clothing. I mean, motherfuckers just taking anything that's not nailed down. And really, I got to say, I believe this shit is still kind of from the pandemic, man. Like, I don't think we've truly unpacked everything that the pandemic had in it. You know what I mean? Uh, you seeing totally, you know, healthy people, you know, collapsing and, you know, that were vaccinated and all these conspiracy theories and, you know, all these different stories and different misleading information, and then you throw AI and artificial intelligence into this shit, and it shit just get, even gets more confusing. I mean, like, wow. Wow, but Philadelphia's fucking shit up. Like, Philadelphia, I gotta tell you, the people of Philadelphia, you guys, you guys know how to steal. You guys shut down a fucking profitable target. And here's the thing, the target was actually making money. <laughs> it's turning a profit at the same time, giving away 10 to 15% of its fucking merchandise to the streets of Philadelphia. Lord have mercy. Lord, I mean, this shit is like the 80s all over again. And I would say it's even worse. The only thing that we're missing is crack. Like, you, if there was like a drug that just came out of nowhere, and I mean, well, I guess you got fentanyl. You got fentanyl. Yeah, I was about to say opioids. Yeah, the new crack. You know what I'm saying? The new fucking crack. But see, but crack, was that was just for blacks. You know what I'm saying? Fentanyl, that's for everybody. That's for all American teeth. You know what I'm saying? To fall out. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Karis one. You know what I'm saying? But um, that was a playoff one of his lines. But yeah, crack was just for the blacks. And fentanyl, that's for all. Fentanyl. <laughs> crack was for blacks. And fentanyl is for all. They like, I mean, this shit has to be some kind of social experiment. Because there's no way this shit should be able to run rampant like this. I mean, unless unless 
some of the top officials are on fentanyl. And they got to get this shit. So they're like, yo, fuck it. Bring it in. Bring it in. I need it. Fuck it. How else is, how does this shit get in? How else does this shit get in? Like, they can stop anything else, but they can't stop this shit. I, that's how you know it's all bullshit. That's how you know it's all bullshit. They can, they can stop one thing and can't stop another. But yeah, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Fucking cracks were made for just blacks. But fentanyl, that was made for all. That's a bar. That's a bar. I'm about to write that down. Anyway, um, so bomb. What's going on in Philadelphia music scene? You said you were at a festival this weekend. You were you're working. You you're performing. What's going on with you, man? Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, Dalton and I did South Street Fest. Well, do, tell me who Dalt is. Uh, yeah. So Dalt is a friend of mine who he's not uh, a friend of yours. He's your business partner. You <laughs> guys are friends, but he's your business partner. Come on. Yes. Okay. Um, I've been, we've been making music together for like four and a half years now okay. um going going on five years um and he was in he was in the uh the most recent run of uh forgotten founding fathers that we did little george washington action um but yeah he's a he's a singer songwriter producer and he put out an album last month so we've been performing to uh promote that and we uh we played outside of a place on uh, Fifth and Gaskill. Oh shit! Called okay. Crown of Creation. Nice. It was, uh, it was nice. We were like right out on the sidewalk, and um, yeah, we did a little five song set there. Um, and I'm actually, I'm currently, I haven't, we haven't actually like publicly announced it yet, so I won't give too many details. But okay. I am currently planning a summer concert series with some fellow artists. Oh shit. All right. Let's go. Summer concert series. Shout out Bomb and, and Dalton and the rest of the gang. You know what I'm saying? Um yeah, you know, so uh creatively, I don't know what I'm doing basically. I'll tell you what happened to me earlier. So someone uh I guess Double XL magazine posted like a picture. And the picture basically said talent and it had like a cue and it was like do 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 and then it said recognition on the side and it was like boop and then someone actually said it was me and I was like holy shit that's fucked up I mean I guess it's some kind of compliment but I mean for the person who did it but I mean it really got me to thinking though I mean like I mean I've been thinking about it all morning ever since I saw it I'm just like I really don't get a lot of recognition for how, I mean, in some circles, I may be considered the most talented man alive. You know what I mean? So to get the recognition that I get, I just, something's broken here. So I, I, I want to talk to Jay-Z's PR team. Did I already talk about this earlier? On the podcast, no. Okay. We were talking about this. Yeah. Okay. okay. Moving forward. Jay-Z's PR team, reach out to me. You know what I'm saying? DJ Khaled's PR team. Let's do lunch or something like that so we can boop, 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 beef up my recognition as much as my talent because, I mean, I am I'm one of the most talented people alive. I mean, it would be a, a crime for Earth not to experience uh, more of my great talent. I mean, it's criminal. Someone needs to be arrested. Lock them up! <laughs> oh, man. So um, speaking of conspiracy theories, uh, Elon Musk. Elon Musk, what's going on with this guy? Elon, I love you, man. You're doing big things. You know, uh, maybe we can do a collaboration. Matter of fact, he did an interview on CNBC. Mom, reach out to Elon, see if we can get him on a pod. Right. Anyway, but uh, Elon's a big conspiracy theorist, man. 
a big fucking conspiracy theorist. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Wow. It's on brand. Wow. Wow. I mean, when you got a guy with that kind of intelligence that is a conspiracy theorist, I mean, he's obviously thought it through. <laughs> Maybe he's got some inside information that we don't know. He called George Soros a super villain. And it's like, well, why? What evidence do you have, Elon, with, uh, on George? George, what, what the hell are you doing down here? He was in back of Black Lives Matter. Or he funded it. I don't have a problem with that. Like, George Soros, he's sponsoring Black Lives Matter. Somebody need to do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? How do I get mad at that? You know, motherfuckers like, oh, Charles Koch, he gave $25 million to the United Negro College Fund. Are you complaining about that? <laughs> it's like, are you are you stupid or are you dumb? Like, which one is it? Like, I mean, like, he, he, Charles Koch gave black people money. Uh, and you're upset about that. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Now I'm looking at you different. But, you know, there could be super... What if there are super villains? Mega billionaire super villains. Like, you know, I'm watching Royal Crackers the other day. Have you, have you seen the show, Royal Crackers? No. Oh, okay, it's a good show. You'll love it. But they did, like, a spoof off of Jeff Bezos, and, like, um, they were, like, the one... They were, like, the... One percent, one percenters of one percent of one percenters or something like that. And this guy built this mega yacht and then he was like on it. He was wearing flip flops, had a Hawaiian shirt. And at one point, it's fucking, um, he had arms that grew out of his back and he was doing all this stuff. And then they found somebody on a boat that had a debit card. So they wanted to throw him off the boat into like shark infested waters. <laughs> and they're like, search his pockets. They're like, boss, he's got a debit card. Oh, my God, kill him. <laughs> he's got a debit card. Kill him. Yo, that's wild. That's fucking wild. That's wild. I mean, like, you know, so the sentiment for some of these big billions, I mean, because you got to think about it. Some of these guys got $100 billion, $50 billion, you know, Fucking uh, Arnold's almost got a T. I mean, he's almost got a, a trillion dollars in his pocket. That's got to fuck you up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like when you got that kind of dough, when somebody disrespects you, because like in the streets, right? You get into a fight in the streets. Somebody's like, yo, man, move out of my way, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? They bump you or something. You're like, yo, man, you ain't even say excuse me, man. Hey, fuck you, man. Blah, blah, blah. You're getting a little fist of cuffs. When you do that to like a mega bill, I mean, first of all, you don't even breathe the same air with people that you don't want to. This this light is just going on and off like crazy. I guess that's, that's my heavenly angels. You know what I'm saying? But uh, you don't even have to breathe the same air with other people if you really don't want to. I mean, Jeff Bezos, he doesn't have to come into the studio and fucking do the podcast with me. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, but he's got an open invitation. You know what I'm saying? I can't get Charles Koch to come in here and sit down and have a conversation. I mean, he's more than welcome. You know what I'm saying? I welcome, I welcome that. You know what I'm saying? But they don't even have to breathe the same air as a motherfucker. So what is the disrespect to a billionaire? They're like, yo, you tried to short my fucking company. You you shorted my company a fucking million shares this morning, and my stock pro- stock price dropped, which doesn't even affect their wealth. Like my stock price just dropped 10%. I'm going to annihilate your family. 
It's like, it's like, is your son at boarding school? I'm going to have him thrown out this morning or something. I mean, like, what, what is the disrespect? Like, how do you retaliate? What's the billionaire's retaliate? And if you're a super villain, like a super villain with billions of dollars, what's your agenda? Like, what's the point almost? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the point? Like, are you pushing a narrative? Is it, it's, it's, it can only be personal at that point, right? But then I would like to think that I guess the more money you get, you don't get enlightened. You know what I mean? Like, I wish money and enlightenment went hand in hand. And see, that's, I feel that that's where, that's the missing link. You know? Money and enlightenment. If the, if you, the higher your salary went up, the more enlightened you were. That would be something. Right? That would be something. Because it seems like the most people that are in high, super enlightened, they already know the money's bullshit. Like this, like this, so it doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? Because the, the, they both cancel each other out. Because the people who got all the money, they think enlightenment is is, is tchotchke. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh really? He's enlightened, right? You know what I'm saying? Sure. You know, oh, peace for all, right? That'll never happen. <laughs> Love for all. Oh, you want to end world hunger? Huh. Try it. Good try. See it when I believe it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, it's a weird fucking thing, man. Like, it's like, and, and, and it never, it never goes away. There's always the opposition. It's always there. You know what I'm saying? Like, no matter what. Even, even making an argument for enlightenment. Isn't that wild? Something that you can absolutely believe in. No works. No is super beneficial to society. But it's not anything that we actually work towards. Like, we're actually working more towards AI than enlightenment. Like, I mean, <laughs> like, that's all we talk about on the news. Well, not we, because not me. But you know what I'm saying? Like, when you turn on the news, you watch the financial news, the big, the big shit is artificial intelligence. That's all everybody's talking about, you know? And I'm like, damn. Why not enlightenment? You know what I mean? Why not? Enlightenment, everybody. Why aren't we seeking it? Why don't we want it? I, I would argue, I would argue if a typical American family, if you went to them and you said, hey, we want to give you a new car, we want to give you a new house in the suburbs, and we're going to give you $25,000 for your bank account, so that your family can go on a, a vacation this summer to Disneyland or Disney World, wherever Disney you want to go. And, um, or we could send you to meet the Dalai Lama. Or not the, well, fuck him, not the Dalai Lama, but uh, who do I like? Sad Guru, all right? Now, I think he's legit, right? So they say, hey, look, we're going to send you to see Sad Guru. You'll sit, you and your family will sit with Sad Guru for six months and gain enlightenment. I don't know who would take that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I don't know who, I don't know who is able to accept that gift. Because if you're offering a family of four, $25,000, like a poor family of four, or average, not even that poor family of four, let's say average, average family of four, right? $25,000 for their bank account, a new car, and a house in the suburbs they don't have to pay for. Or I would even say give them a year, a year in India with, with Sad Guru. The whole family gets to sit with Sadhguru every day for a year, 
um, and, and, and get enlightened. How many people do you think would take it? How many people do you think? Like, Bob, off, off your top of your head, do you know anybody that would take the Sadhguru trip over the house? Or do you know somebody that would take the house over the Sadhguru trip? I think I know I know a few people who would probably take the Sadhguru trip. Yeah? yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's fucking cool. Yeah. That's fucking cool. Because I don't know if I know anybody that would do that. Mm. You know? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, because I, I know people who... Um, who are wealthy, but they just still wouldn't want to go to India for a year. <laughs> so that would be like their first thing. Like, ah, you lost me at India for a year. You know what I'm saying? And then you'd be like, well, sad guru. They'd be like, what? Meditate? Ah, no. No, no, thank you. And then I know people who aren't as successful who would be like, wait, you going to give me a car, a fucking house in the suburbs, and 25000 for my bank account? It's like, fuck no. I'm, I'm taking that, you know? In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. But the enlightenment is becoming enlightened worth, I guess it will be 450000 bucks, right? So you get 450000 bucks to buy a house in the suburbs, a $25,000 car, and a $25,000 for a vacation, right? Sad guru for a year. I don't know. I mean, I would, I would... Want to go meet with Sad Guru if I didn't have for a year? You're gonna come out a whole different person. But once you come out enlightened, living in the suburbs doesn't matter anymore. Once you come out enlightened, having a car doesn't matter. Once you're enlightened, Disney World just doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> it almost seems stupid to a certain degree. And I'm a weirdo. I'm a weirdo. You know what I'm saying? I know that. You, Bob, you know that. I'm a fucking weirdo. You know what I'm saying? In America, I believe you know that too. I'm not your average just knucklehead running around. I've got some wild stuff going on. Like, it, and I almost would argue that the CTMU from Chris Langan is more important than artificial intelligence. I would argue that that is more important than enlightenment. But I don't think you could even understand the CTMU without a certain level of enlightenment. And once we start focusing on the CTMU, I mean, money really becomes, I mean, worthless as just, as, as even like a theory. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like this guy, Chris Langan, this, this CTMU, like the Cognitive Theoretical Model Universe, have you, you ever searched this shit? It's nuts. It's nuts. And it's like one of the smartest people on the planet, or the smartest person on the planet, who's a scientist, who's a philosopher, who still is associating God with this high level of scientific thought. This shit is mind-fucking-blowing. And we're talking about Nike. You know, you turn on the news, they're talking about Chipotle. It's just, hey, look, I like Chipotle and I like Nike. But wait a minute. Wait a goddamn minute here. What the hell are we doing, Earth? What are we doing? What are we doing? And the reason why I want to end on this note, because you, you go through sports. 
You go through politics. You go through the world of finance. You go through recreation, just hanging out doing nothing with your buddies or your love, love things. Love things. Families. Whatever. <laughs> That's how you know something's wrong with me. It's called family love things. <laughs> or relationship things. So, you know, like whatever. Who, who you loving, who you want to be loving. You know what I mean? But it's all a big distraction from what I would consider enlightenment. It's a distraction. Is finance, wealth, generation, um, sports, um, politics, it's all unnecessary for a happy human life. To really think all we need as humans to be happy is shelter, food, and sex. That's it. That's it. And somehow we've created one absurd idea. Like, I mean, when you think about basketball, I mean, it's really absurd. Really. It's absurd. It's absurd to be fill, to find an animal, kill it, sew it the skin together, fill it with air, dribble it, th- dr- dr- f- invent dribbling, and then run back and forth throwing this thing inside of a basket. Now, if it's exercise, then I guess that's kind of cool. Because if you, and if you like running and, and calculating how to throw something inside of, of, a, of a square thing or a round thing, then that's fine. But to make a multi-billion dollar business out of it, borderline insanity. Borderline. You know, football. It's borderline insanity. When we think about all the problems that we got in the world, when we think about fucking disease we think about fucking starvation we think about pollution all these other things that we really could be focusing all our energy on we're spreading it out we're spreading it out on bullshit music we're making i mean well music makes the world go around but you know monetizing the music the way it's been monetized and creating stars and and certain people are are creative and but they don't get the recognition like me god damn it it's a fucking nightmare it's one absurd idea supporting another absurd idea supporting another absurd idea supporting another absurd idea until we get to the most absurd to where say you know why don't we create a race of hyper intelligent computer slash super human strength robots. <laughs> Let's do that. I mean, who could be their enemy? Us, you idiots. Us. What the hell is going on? And Elon Musk, he knows. He knows he fucked up. You know, I watched him the other day with David Faber, and he says, he says, yeah, you know, uh, I think it's my fault. Yeah, you think so, pal? You think so? This is how it is. And and so many, so many, so many movies end like this. <laughs> I mean, so many, so we've killed ourselves so many times in movies that start just like this. Like, we never make it out. Like the robot do we do we make out iRobot? I think we did. We made out iRobot. Barely. We bar- we barely made it out of iRobot. Barely, okay? The Terminator? I mean, 
I mean, do we really want that? Do we want computers that can time travel? I mean, do we really want that? Do we want that? Computers that can time travel forward and backwards, altering human existence? I'm going to leave you with that, okay? My name's Dice. My last name's Raw. With me, as always, is my man, Bomb. This is The Raw Report. God bless you. Good night.